Good morning. I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to to guide us, to challenge us, to to grow deeper in our faith, in our relationship with Christ. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this Memorial of Saint Athanasius, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. We begin today with Psalm 119, verse 23 to 24, 26 to 27, 29 to 30. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Though princes meet and talk against me, your servant meditates on your statutes. Yes, your decrees are my delight. They are my counselors. I declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your precepts and I will meditate on your wondrous deeds. Remove from me the way of falsehood and favor me with your law. The way of truth I have chosen. I have set your ordinances before me. Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Together, blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. Our gospel for today is taken from John chapter 6, verse 22 to 29. After Jesus had fed the 5,000 men, his disciples saw him walking on the sea. The next day, the crowd that remained across the sea saw that there had been only one boat there, and that Jesus had not gone along with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. Other boats came from Tiberias, near the place where they had eaten the bread, when the Lord gave thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, When did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For as on the Father, on him the Father, God has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one who he sent. You know, in the very last line of our gospel for today, we hear Jesus say, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. Jesus did not end with the word believe. But he said, believe in. It's not enough to know about Jesus, what he did and who he is. Believe in means that I I give myself totally and completely with no conditions to Jesus. You know, a husband does not simply know about his wife and a wife does not simply know about her husband, but rather they say yes to each other. I take you in the good times and in the bad and sickness and in health. The two become one flesh. There are no conditions in the marriage covenant. My friends, there are no conditions in our relationship with Jesus Christ. In the Apostles' Creed, we pray, 
I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Today it is made clear, do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. The people in today's gospel were looking for miracles simply to be fed, but Jesus says that you and I must go after the food that endures forever. Jesus is the bread of life, and we believe in him. We believe in the bread of life. We must believe in Jesus that when we receive his body and blood, we are truly saying yes to him above all, yes to this most powerful relationship. Believing in Jesus is difficult because it requires trust. Sometimes the heart is stronger than the mind. The heart says, I believe, but the mind has difficulty grasping the truth that Jesus is Lord. But belief comes from the heart. There are two kinds of hunger, physical and spiritual. We go to the grocery store to take care of our physical hunger. We buy food containing protein, carbs, and fat. We know that Jesus saw the needs of the people. He fed the hungry. He fed them in the wilderness, gave them food to eat from five loaves and two fish. He fed the hungry, healed the sick. He called on the rich to share with the poor. However, having fed the physical hunger of the crowd, some of that crowd now want Jesus to give them more of the same. Jesus fed the crowd, but he's much more concerned about feeding our souls. We find ourselves going quite often to the supermarket, far more than we go to church. Only God can satisfy the spiritual hunger in our hearts and soul, the hunger for the way, the truth, and the life, as well as our hunger for love. We spend more time on our physical hunger than we do our spiritual hunger. And yet our spiritual hunger is far more important. We hear, do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. We need to get our priorities in order. Jesus challenges them to work, not for food that cannot last, but for food that endures to eternal life. You know, in a sense, Jesus is calling on them to to get their priorities straight, to put most energy into what is ultimately important. Yes, Jesus fed their physical hunger in the wilderness, but more importantly, he wants to feed their spiritual hunger, their longing for truth, life, the the way that endures forever, eternal life. Jesus is concerned when people are physically hungry when their basic physical needs are not being met, but he always leads us beyond the level of the physical, always beyond the level of the material to a more ultimate reality. Jesus takes seriously the horizon of this world in in which we live and work, but he also shows us another horizon, a horizon that is not of this world. He wants to lead us towards that other horizon. He wants to, to be where he is now, so that we can see his glory. And if that's to happen, we must believe in him. As he said to the crowds of today's gospel, 
This is, this is, to believe in him is to relate to him as he relates to us, to remain in him as he remains in us. We all need to eat properly, but eating properly also means embracing Jesus, who can satisfy our deeper hunger, our spiritual hunger. So today we ask the Holy Spirit to shape our longing to our desires so that our Lord can fill us with all that is good for us, truly good for us. You know, today we celebrate the memorial of St. Athanasius, who truly is an example of that total dedication, a bishop and doctor of the church. And he was born in, in a Christian family in, in Egypt, and he was given an education, and, and um, he eventually entered the priesthood, and he was named a bishop himself. And he really was very dedicated of a life to serve the church. He was a great champion of the faith against the widespread heresy of Arianism. You know, and, and that heresy said that Jesus was not truly divine. And he was a great writer. And because of that, he earned that title of doctor of the church. So like Athanasius, let us put our trust in the Lord and let us truly follow him above all else. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.